Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Welcome aboard, everybody. We're going to kick off today's marathon. And if you're here for the first time, we're glad to have you. And all of our regular folk, welcome back. Uh, MixLR is running. We've got IceCast, our own personal streaming server, up and running. You can find that at omegamanradio.com. Blog Talk is online. And as I mentioned, we're going to have a fourth way you can tune in live very soon. Okay, we've got first up today Dr. Deborah Vells. And don't forget, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have Soul Babe back on. It's, I think it's the first program we've done in over six months. And uh, we're going to have the prophetic hotline tonight with Prophet Scott Lathrop and the team. If you want to call in tonight, your show will go live in five that. seconds. Eight Eastern, Four, five Pacific. Three, two, one. Okay, let's get Lots started. <laughs> to contact blog talk today and get an alternate number for dialing that line sounds sick <laughs> hello dr bills let's do a sound check hello brother shannon god bless you how are you doing this morning i am doing well brother shannon i thank god for it and it's good to be on this this morning for, for me <laughs> amen Welcome. praise the lord we're excited to be here, folks. Another live broadcast. Please tell a friend, invite them to tune in, and if they can't, you can send them to the website, omegamanradio.com, where we've got the shows uh, being uploaded daily. And I'm just praising the Lord today. I was able to eat a Balinese donut. Have you ever heard of a Balinese donut? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> um, think of a donut, but it's thinner and um, crispy. And a local lady, oh. a friend of ours, made some and sent some over, and I had two. I, I could have eaten oh, three, wow. but I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Great to go with a coffee. Well, praise the Lord for the small things yeah. like a donut and a coffee. Praise God. It's all good. Amen. Um, yes. And all things praise the Lord, even in your Nescafe coffee. Amen? Or iced tea. Amen. <laughs> That's right. Well, Sister Deborah, welcome back. And would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. It's good to be back, Brother Shannon. Father God, we thank you today for allowing us to be here, and we just thank you for all that you're doing, dear Lord God. And Father God, we come to you now. We ask, Lord, that you would help us today, that you would give strength and be with each and every one that's on and those that will um, 
if they can't be on, watch or listen to the replay later. And Father, we just pray for each and every speaker today. I pray that you minister, that you have your way, even tonight, Father, as the prophet gets on. And Lord, as you minister prophetically, Lord God, we ask that you have your way and be with Brother Shannon. We thank you, Lord, for every lap you've given him to run and all that you're doing, all the venues and all the platforms, Lord, that that uh, Omega Man is able to be on. We thank you for that. We thank you for the word that's going out. We ask that many will be saved. Lives will be changed by the power of God. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it all. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, Sister Deborah, and the mic is yours. Take it away. God bless you. Thank you so much, Brother Shannon. I want to say God bless to each and every one of you. It is an honor and a blessing to be here today. And Brother Shannon, today I want to talk about territorial warfare and intercession. And uh, over the last few weeks or so, we have we really have experienced <laughs> a lot of warfare. But intercession is something that happens that we need as well when you stand in the gap and make up the hedge. So I want to talk about territorial warfare and intercession. I'm going to begin by giving some definitions. Territorial warfare is warfare against territorial spirits that have been identified in a region, nation, or country that one is called to pray in or over. Intercession is a specific prayer assignment for a person or place that God has given a burden in order that his will may be done in a person's life, church, ministry, or location. One is literally called to stand in the gap and make up the hedge for someone else. So we know that intercession is, if I'm interceding, I'm not praying for my own needs right then. I'm praying for someone else or a situation that the Lord would place on my heart to pray for. So true intercession will contend with territorial spirits once they are identified. It is important to know what is in operation and then get the mind of God on how to intercede to bring them down. So we're going to talk a little bit about dealing with territorial spirits. In order to war against territorial spirits, you must be able to identify what you're dealing with. It's just like if we're in a war or a scrimmage, it does no good if you don't know who you're fighting, what the purpose is, you know, what the outcome should be. You have to have some intel, some information. While waiting on the Lord as to what I was to bring even with this teaching, the Lord spoke and said this to me. You must go after the things that are holding people hostage, such as fear, pride, witchcraft, and a lack of unity. So these are just a few things that the Lord identified when I put this teaching together, when he gave it to me. So we're going to talk about these things, fear, pride, witchcraft, and also a lack community because throughout the body of Christ we're not unified on a lot of things a lot of issues and things of this nature but when we can come together and unify we're stronger as a body we're stronger as a body of believers and then the things that God wants done will get done because we'll understand uh, the flow will understand the purpose and so sometimes you know even when we have differences we can put those differences aside to come together to see what God wants done to get done and this is why unity is so uh, imperative in the body of Christ that we unify that we come together and I believe that the Lord is going to do that brother Shannon on a greater uh, spectrum he's going to bring the church together and bring us together to come together uh, to pray, to intercede, to war, to come against things that God wants us to come against so that he, of course, will get the glory. And God is the one that gets the glory and the honor out of things. And so I think it's important that we understand unity and really standing as God would have us to stand. So fear, we know uh, the root word to that is phobos 
or phobos, and that which causes one to flight and flee, and 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 fear brings uh, uh you know really trauma and can really hurt an army. If you have people that are afraid, they will run. They may turn on each other. So it's really really uh, can be a danger when someone has fear. We have to identify fear. And when Gideon had his army of 32,000 and the Lord said, all those that are fearful go home, quite a few of them left. So they could not fight. They weren't prepared. They had too much fear. So God had to weed out those that were fearful. And many times fear will paralyze us and keep us from uh, doing the things that God wants us to do. So we have to identify when there is fear, especially if God is putting a team together putting people together uh, to do for a certain purpose, you don't want fear. Another one is pride. Pride is where someone uh, really thinks so much of themselves, has a high opinion of themselves and uh, importance and more than others. And so we're not to... Uh, in other words, I should not think more highly of myself. Uh, that That is not a, a good thing. So we have to be careful because then we'll think we're better and we want people that ha- that are like-minded. And so we have to be careful of pride. Uh, pride is not of God. And so it's arrogance. And so the enemy uses pride. Uh, it will use it against us. So we don't want any type of pride in our lives. And then uh, this is a subject that I have been talking about, Brother Shannon, for, for quite a little bit because of different uh, reasons the Lord has brought it up, and that's witchcraft. One who practices sorcery is a form of witchcraft by way of enchantments, divination, and evil spirits. Also, one who feels that they must control, dominate, or manipulate others is a, a form of witchcraft. And this is something that is over hangs over regions, hangs over people, hangs over families, nations. And so these things often we have to deal with even when we go into different regions. I was just in a region and this was something that's very prevalent and it was thick, almost you could cut it with a knife, the controlling spirits. And so these are things, these are territorial spirits that may be over regions that we have to be aware of if the Lord identifies it. Now, there are many others, and uh, we're just talking about a few today, Uh, but we want to identify whatever you're dealing with in your region, and God has called you to intercede. He's called you to pray. You must get the mind of God to know what you're dealing with, and then to use wisdom to know how to pray to bring the enemy down. And then a lack of unity. Again, many times it's hard for us to come together, and God wants us as a people of God to stand in unity, stand in faith, trusting God, believing God, having faith in God, that God will do the work. So 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So the Lord wants us to have a sound mind, a stable mind. When you're stable and you're sound, even in the midst of confusion, you should be able to Hear God to make the right decisions and listen to the voice of God, not be guided by fear, not be guided by any of those things but God. So we know that there are all types of fear that one can be in bondage to. But in order to war effectively, one must not be afraid of man. Many times people are afraid of people. They're afraid of their family. They're afraid of their bosses, all this stuff. But we're not to be afraid of man. So Proverbs 29 and 25 says, The fear of man bringeth a snare. But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. So we must keep our trust, our dependence on the Lord and in the Lord. Jeremiah 1 and 8 says, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver, saith the Lord. Thou therefore gird up thy loins and arise and speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound thee before them. So God was telling Jeremiah, hey, don't look at man's faces. They're going to like what you're going to say. No, but don't you be afraid. You gird up your loins. 
In other words, tighten that belt of truth <laughs> and speak the truth. Speak my word. He said, if you don't do this, I'm going to confound you. And Jeremiah didn't need to be confused or dismayed, but he stood in God. And, and if you read the book of Jeremiah, we're doing a study on the book of Jeremiah right now. And I tell you what, learning a lot about Jeremiah and what he went through, but what the people went through because of their own disobedience. But Jeremiah had a job to do. He had to proclaim the word of God. He could not be afraid. He could not let terror pull him back from doing and saying the things that God gave him. And oftentimes, the Lord will give us things to say that we may not want to, but we must be mindful of the Lord and do exactly what God tells us to do. Pride. Proverbs 16 and 18 says, Pride goeth before destruction, and an holy spirit before a fall. The quickest ways to see God's hand stop is when pride is in operation. The scales on Leviathan's back were closed down, and that prevented anything from getting in and getting Someone has pride often. They're stiff-necked, stubborn. They don't want to hear. They may not listen, all of this. And so oftentimes one won't receive because of pride. So it, it really will keep you from uh, moving effectively. The spirit of pride comes to restrict, obstruct, cause contention, and obstinance. And also it's a combativeness time. People can be if uh, people that are prideful, okay? We don't want these things in our lives. Proverbs 13 and 10 says, Only by pride with contention. But with the well-advised is wisdom. And we need the wisdom of God, the mind of God. We need the peace of God, and he'll give all of that to us as we seek him. Proverbs 29 and 1 says this, that being often reproved, hardeneth neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without Now, we harden our necks. Harden our hearts toward God. Harden our hearts toward the truth. We don't want to be destroyed suddenly either. So we have to watch out for this. The spirit of Leviathan is rooted in pride and haltiness. This spirit interrupts and distorts communication between the speaker and the listener. Okay, between God and the person or ministry and within that. Fears. Its effort is to sow offense, discord, irritation, anger, misunderstanding, fault, ungodly judging, mistrust, and suspicion. So, one that may be um, influenced by can also be one that's easily offended, one that sows discord. That's always irritated and angry, okay? Uh, misunderstandings, you know, taking words out of context and twisting them. And, and one may try to, you know, I've dealt with people that just look like all oh, get, get wrong, misunderstanding, finding, all of these things. And the more you try to help, it looks like sometimes the worse it gets. When someone is under the influence of pride or really have a strong obstinance. So these things, all this stuff can be an effect along with it, okay? Job dealt with this spirit in Job 41, 26 through 32. This spirit can enter during times of transitioning to new dimensions and in covenant interaction, okay? Once you realize that this spirit is in operation, Repent and repent quickly. Repent quickly. Okay. Don't 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 leave it open. Okay. And then if you need to forgive, forgive. One of the things that we can get hung up with is unforgiveness. So it is imperative that we walk in the spirit of forgiveness and we're willing to release and and not allow the end these footholds. God's love and the unity of Christ will dismantle and displace the spirit. Now, we want these things dismantled, taken apart. 
you take it apart, you dis- get rid of the screws, get rid of all of the stuff, <laughs> you don't want it back up in your life. Okay, you want it displaced all the way. Okay, so when the Lord begins to reveal things in us that should not be there, our mind should be, let's get rid of it. Let's dismantle it. Let's let the Lord uh, go in our lives and do the things that we need him to do so we can get free, stay free, stay clear. Amen. Free flowing in the Holy Ghost, continuing to abound in the Lord. That's what the Lord wants in our lives. Now, I want to talk a little bit about witchcraft. We know rebellion is the open door door opener to witchcraft. Refusing to obey authority will get you in trouble, as we know about Saul, who disobeyed God's orders on more than one occasion, and it did cost him. There's a strong spirit of witchcraft that's over many regions, okay? And so many have made up in their minds to do their own thing, go their own way, and this will prevent um, these strongholds from coming down. Um, When you deal with people sometimes, and maybe God gives them an encouraging word or a word of warning or a word of instruction, but they don't heed it. You know, and everyone has to be persuaded in their own mind. Yes, we all have a choice. And this is why, beloved, when we stand before God, we're going to be without excuse. You'll be without excuse. I'll be without excuse. Okay, there will be no way for you to talk your way into heaven when you find that you're on the wrong side of right. We should stay on the right side. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to stay, Brother Shannon, on the right side of right. Glory to God. I want to stay with God. And so this means uh, staying in the spotlight, letting the Lord search you out. Excuse me. Letting him constantly search you out. Oh, my God. All of these things. The Lord is so faithful to his word. So he helps us, but we got to do our part as well. So 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says this, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. So We don't want God to reject us. So we got to keep clean and clear with the Lord. Proverbs 29.1 says, He that often being reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed again and that without remedy. So we don't want to harden our neck. We don't want to be stiff neck. Come on now. We got to stay pliable. And I encourage you to stay pliable with the Lord. Let him do in you what only he can do. Okay, you have to war to keep even the prophetic pure. When God wants a pure flow in our lives, we want to keep clean. So Leviticus chapter 20, verse 6 says, And the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits and after wizards to go a whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul. And will cut him off from among his people. We don't want to be cut off. Listen, all of this wizardry, psychic prophets, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of impure things going on. There's a lot of contamination. We must not fall into these areas. God does speak to us, his people. Amen. And he has men and women of God that he uses every day to speak his word. We need words of knowledge. We need words of wisdom. We need discernment. We need the gifts of the spirit in operation in the body of Christ. This is how the body is edified. This is how we grow. This is how we come into the unity of the faith. Glory to God. But we want to keep pure. We don't want. Any contaminations, glory to God. So anything contaminate, we got to get rid of it, right? Exodus twenty two eighteen says, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Now, what that means is we should not support, we should not endure them, we should not sustain, allow, or permit a witch to operate, witchcraft things to go. Okay, we're not talking about naturally killing someone now. I don't want anyone to take our words wrong. 
but we should not allow these these behaviors to go on in churches and ministries. People that are used to controlling and having their way and dominating folk. No, this is not. You do not support it. You don't sustain it. You don't allow it and you do not permit it. Glory to God. It could be in your family. You could have someone in your family that's like that. And you have to pray and get the mind of God. Glory to God to abort these things. This is not how we're to operate. Glory to God. And so no one should uh, forcefully uh, control another person. It is wrong and it's not of God. Okay. We've been called to war, beloved. We've been called to fight. And uh, uh, Brother Shannon, let me just stop and say this. You know, uh, we we had a death in our family just a few days ago. And um, uh, they were talking about, my brother was talking about me and how I was, how I came into the world. Uh, My mother was... um, six months along and they didn't know she was expecting me and my brother was 11 and uh, they called for the ambulance to come and he was going a different direction. My brother literally had to go run him down. Um, and I, But I came into the world. I was born one pound and I came in fighting. My brother told me, I never knew this, but my brother said when I was born, I came in crying. I was really just crying, you know, you know, and all. And I said, and when he said it, I said, oh, I came in fighting. He said, yes, you did. Uh, weighing one pound. Um, when wow. I was born, uh, most of the time, uh, the children didn't make it because they didn't have all the technology. Uh, but later I found out that I was perfectly healthy. I was just little. I was real small. They could put me in the, my mother said she could put me literally in the palm of her hand. I was so small. But you know, I thank God for that. It it made me realize, oh, that's why I'm such a fighter. You know, God puts the fight in you. We're called to war. That's why I said that. And I'm still fighting. Glory to God. But fighting for Jesus. Warring. Glory to God. And God calls us to endure. Some of you out there, God's called you. He's got a call on your life. He has a plan for your life. He has something for you to do. Glory to God. Some of you may be kind of jumping over it. You don't want to yield. You don't want to do it God's way. But the Lord wants you to yield. I'm thankful that the Lord saved me when he did. Hallelujah. And called me out of the world and and graced me to put his hand on my life and and I'm sold out to the Lord glory to God and I see I'm beginning to see now thank you Lord for your grace and thank you for your mercy listen beloved it's only because of the mercy of God that you're here it's because of his grace and his goodness but the Lord loves you he has a plan for your life my God today and it is my prayer that those of you that God is really pulling on tugging on that you will surrender your life over amen give everything over to the Lord you won't dis- you won't be disappointed you won't miss anything there's nothing in the world already God you can have just as much fun really more fun with God I've had more good times with the Lord oh my and and I have a good time with him and I have a good time with the saints and and all of that so you won't miss anything Glory to God. So come on over to the Lord because he's calling you to war. Second Timothy 2, 3 and 4 says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And let me stop one more time as I was talking about my dear precious family and, uh, you know, and all and, and, and things. And over the last few days and how we've, you know, had a death in our family, but we're seeing the hand of God. And let me just stop this and say that even though things happen in your life that you may not understand, yet the hand of God will work. And and, and when we allow God and we just step back and say, Lord, now, didn't see this coming, didn't know this was going to happen, but what are you saying? And then you can see God move because he can take anything that will go on in our life, turn it around for his good and for his glory. And that's what I want. I want to see God's glory done. I want to see more lives saved and come into the kingdom of God for the glory of God. All right, let me get back here. Second Timothy 3. I'm sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. I'm reading verse 4 now. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. God is the one that chooses us. We don't choose ourselves. He chooses us. Hallelujah. 
Take with me your share of the hardships and suffering which you are called to endure as a good first-class soldier of Jesus Christ. Again, no soldier, when in service, gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. His aim is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him. Jesus Christ is the one who enlists us. He's the one, hallelujah, who calls. Thank God that he calls, but he'll also qualify you. All right. So what does it mean to endure? It means to last. It means to continue. (laughs) Glory to God. As I was sharing about my life uh, when I was born, I was a fighter and uh, they didn't think I was going to live. But thanks be to God, he had another plan and he has a plan for your life. And so we thank God for the life that God gives us. We thank God, amen, because he knows exactly what to do and he knows how to do it. So endure means to last, to continue in the same in the same state without perishing, to remain and to abide. That's what it means to endure. It means to bear up, to suffer without resistance. You don't give in, you stand. And when you've done all, you keep standing some more. Glory to God. To support without breaking or yielding to force or pressure. Many times we'll be pressured. You'll be pressured to stop. You'll be pressured to quit, all this stuff. Sometimes we quit and there's no pressure. You just give up just because. Well, don't do that. You keep running. You keep going. You keep moving forward in the name of the Lord. It also means to bear with patience. Without oppos- to bear without opposition or sinking under pressure. Many things will come our way to get you to sink. But the Lord is saying today, stand up, don't sink, don't shrink. Keep going, okay? Stand up, don't shrink, okay? Don't sink, keep going in the name of Jesus. Okay. Hardness is the ability to stand in the face of hardship, severe trial, labor, and suffering. Okay. I believe the apostles did that. There have been many men and other women of God that have done that, and we have to do the same today. And then when one gets entangled, and that is that means that you're involved in, in things that are complicated. Okay. Um, from that which is difficult to get out of you know when you find yourself getting into stuff god didn't tell you to get into it you you almost feel like you're in a web the lord has to cut you out of it so be careful that you only do what god wants you to do go where he wants you to go even say the things he wants you to say be careful to be mindful of god don't get entangled don't get caught in a net okay be careful okay hallelujah so to to war effectively, you must stay away from entanglements, okay? Number one, physical entanglements. What is that? That means to be perplexed, to appear to be going the wrong way. When the children of Israel were in the, uh, in the wilderness, uh, God wanted them to go through, and he provided the way, but they decided they didn't want to go God's way, and they ended up wandering. For a long time. We want to go God's way. So be careful. Number two, mental entanglements. That means to be ensnared with words um, or by words. Okay. Uh, As the Pharisees, they tried to catch Jesus up in their words. And people will try to do the same thing. Mentally get you shut down. Mentally get you to where you won't talk. You You won't express yourself. Okay. The enemy comes to bind you in your mind. You know. Where, where you have something to say, but you, you just, you're not free to do it, okay? And so you don't want to be entangled. That's mental bondage, okay? And then moral entanglement. That means to be intertwined and, or involved in things that you should not be in, like uh, gossip, evil talk, ungodly behavior, contaminations, okay? That's moral Moral things that sometimes people get in, and then they say, oh, how did I get here? You see, because uh, a talk that you should not be involved in will corrupt your mind. It'll make you look a, a certain kind of way toward people that you shouldn't, based on what you've heard. So be careful what you allow your ears to take in. Be careful what you 
allow your eyes to see. Be careful of that because the enemy can take and twist things and the very person maybe that God wants to use to help you because you've allowed the enemy to contaminate you, you'll look at them as an enemy and they're not an enemy at all. So we have to really be careful what we take in and and who we listen to. All right. And then spiritual entanglement. That means to be free from sin and bondage, according to Galatians 5 and 1. Don't be entangled with the yoke of bondage. Come on out. Come out of it. Don't let the enemy do you that way. Okay? Be careful. Now, I'll give you some qualities of a good soldier. Number one, a good soldier is not entangled in the affairs of this life. All right? Not carnal, not fleshy. A good warrior is free to fight, war, and win. When you are free, you can take on the assignments that God gives you. You will stand. You will complete the assignments that he gives you. You will do it under the auspices of God and all to the glory and honor of God. Hallelujah. A good warrior is not contaminated by gossip, vicious words that condemn, Or by judgmentalism. You will be careful what you take in. You will not sit in idle words and gossip and things. Running people down. You won't do it. Glory to God. A good uh, warrior is free from bondage. Amen. And every time he uh, uh, frees you from something, you get more, uh, uh, more of the Holy Spirit, more of God. You continue to press in. You continue to grow in the Lord. A good warrior does not practice sin, does not make a habit of just sinning and and doing wrong and saying, I'm sorry, and picking up and doing it again, going over and over. No, we don't make a practice to do things that we should not be doing. A good warrior walks in obedience, is quick to obey, quick to listen, quick to heed. That means pays attention to the Lord and does exactly what they're supposed to do. When you do things wrong, you repent quickly as well. You don't stay in it. Okay. A good warrior hears and walks in the commands of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is what good soldiers will do. A soldier that's on the field has to listen to the commander, has to listen to their superiors. Amen. And then has a buddy system. It just it really follows line in line. Good soldiers will do the right thing. They they strive to do what's right because they want the good outcome. Okay. All right. A good warrior is committed to serving Jesus Christ. He should be our focal point. It should be about Jesus. Hallelujah. Our light. Amen. In us to shine for Jesus. People should see Jesus in us. Glory to God. Because if he's lifted up, he's going to draw all men unto himself. Hallelujah. A good soldier walks in the fruit of the spirit. Walks in love, peace, joy, long-suffering, goodness, temperance, faith, meekness. You know, all these things. Um, All nine of them. We walk in them. Amen. A good soldier takes the word of God seriously. And we've got to take his word. Without it, how are we going to make it? How are we going to live? How will you survive without God's word? We've got to know it. We've got to have it in us. A good soldier knows the commander in chief, Jesus Christ. He's our commander. He's our chief. Amen. The father's put all things in his hands. We've got to know him, not just in our head. We've got to be able to comprehend and understand who he is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A good soldier follows the orders given. You can't take those orders and make them your own and do what you want with them. Change it here. Change it there. No, we must follow the orders that God gives us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A good soldier releases and walks in forgiveness. We must let go of pain and hurts when they come. Yes, they will come. Yes, they will. Glory to God. But we must be willing to let the Lord have it, you know, don't be festered up and eaten up with bitterness, eaten up with anger, eaten up with, you know, malice and all this stuff because of hurts and wounds that have laid dormant for so long, you know, get rid of it. Don't don't allow those things to fester in your life. Hallelujah. A good soldier prays for and encourages the body of Christ. We're to pray for one another. 
We'll be, we're to be there for one another, uplift one another, and encourage one another. The word gives us that. We're helpers one of another. A good soldier um, works for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. This is why we're here, for the kingdom. Amen. A good soldier runs their race with patience. That means endurance. Be willing to endure the race. Be willing to go all the way to the finale. We want to see the finish line, and the Lord will help us do it. A good soldier completes every assignment. We must be willing to complete every assignment that God gives, everything that God says. Hallelujah. We want to do it, and you can do it. Hallelujah. Amen. You put your hand to the plow. Don't look back. Because if you look back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. So let me give you this about a willing warrior. We got to be willing to. The Bible says if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So we got to be willing. So to be willing, uh, you must be a vessel meet for the master's use. And I, I have had to pray this, Lord, make me meet. You do what you need to do in my life. Because sometimes I've not been... I've not been meek. There have been things in my life that wasn't right, but I wanted the Lord and I still want the Lord to clean me up, to, to do in me what only he can do. So we have to pray these things. They're not automatic, beloved. Okay. You know, a lot of times we, we keep our eyes on other people so much. We're, we're not tending to our own lives and we need to do that. Okay. We must be sold out to Jesus, sold out to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Okay. We must be fully Submitted to the Lord. When you're submitted, you're reverencing, you, you respect. Amen. It's a very good word. Must be submitted to Him. And then we must be fully committed to the Lord. When you're committed, you'll be faithful, you'll be loyal, you'll be where you need to be. It, it, it won't be it won't be second guessing. Hallelujah. You will be in and out, up and down, all around. Come on, when you're committed, you're there. It's just like when you have a job. You're going to be on that job on time. You're not going to be late. You're going to be found there. We need to be found doing God's will and doing what he wants us to do. Then you'll be faithful. Okay? And the Bible says, God says, when I come, will I find faith? Will I find those that's waiting and trusting in me, doing doing what I want them to do? Come on. Amen. Glory to God. We must be faithful. Glory to God. You must consist and that's what God gave me. Uh, every assignment. It's a lap. <laughs> Amen. I got the baton running. Run this lap out. And then he'll give you another one. Praise the Lord. But if you don't run the first one, why, why should he give you another one? You got to finish the first one he gave you. You got to go back and dot the I's and cross the T's. Come on. Praise the Lord. We want to finish things that God gives us. Then we must be willing to serve, looking for nothing in return. Oh, that's a biggie. Now, come on. Amen. We must be willing to serve. All right. And then be willing to set yourself aside to be able to see and hear God for others. That's intercession. When you intercede, when God calls you to intercede now, it's a calling. It is a, a God. It's God's will saying, hey, look, I need someone to pray because this may be coming down the road. And I'm going to see if I can get three intercessors, ten intercessors, a thousand intercessors, however many. Come on. Somebody that can hear my voice. God is looking for those and searching for us to hear him. When he told that, I think, to Ezekiel, he said, I search for a man. Uh, that would stand in the gap, make up the hedge for me for the land that I might not destroy it, but I didn't find any. So guess what? Destruction came. Let's not that let that not be our story. That God cannot find someone. Come on, He needs us. He's need, He needs you, beloved, to get in there, get in the race. Hallelujah. There may be someone listening and you 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 have fallen back. God now is calling you back. He's calling you forward. And so submit to the Lord. Commit to him all the way. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Be willing to share what God directs so that there is plenty in the house of God. Many times the Lord has allowed me to share things, and some things have been very sensitive, but we're going to share it. We're going to do what God tells us to do because who, who knows who needs it. 
or what is needed. Amen. So, so we must be willing to do exactly what the Lord wants us to do. Now, I want to also share what a willing warrior must not do. Number one, you must not walk in disobedience. Get rid of disobedience. Get rid of the slowfulness. Get rid of those those words that cause you to constantly bring excuses. Why am I keep doing this? Get rid of it. Get down to seeking the Lord. Get to the altar. Get to that place of sacrifice. Let the Lord open you up so you know why you're doing what you're doing. So you can stop doing what you're doing. That he doesn't want you doing what you're doing. But he wants you to do his will. He wants you to abide. He wants me to abide in him. To be. Glory to God. If you be, you can do. You'll do as you be. Hallelujah. You'll serve as you be. Come on. Glory to God. And then when you're done doing, you go back to being. Because you just want to be in his presence. You want to be with him. Glory to God. And so it makes it much better when we know how to be. Hallelujah. Just sit. Just be with him. Let God make you. Let him mold you. Hallelujah. And then you must not walk in unforgiveness. We've got to forgive. We've got to release things. Let things go. That's festering. Okay. We must not walk in offense. You know, people get offended, just the little slightest little thing. Well, the Lord doesn't want you offended. He doesn't want me offended. Glory to God, okay? And then we must not hold on to hurts and wounds, okay? It's okay to say, but you want to get through it, okay? You don't want to be stuck. Many are stuck, and we don't have to be. We must not neglect the discipline of reading the Word daily, We've got to all of us, you know, and it, and it's a, it's it's a discipline. We have to really bear in there and visit with the Lord every day for your own personal growth, your own personal growth in the Lord. We must not neglect the discipline of fasting and praying. There are times when yes, we must fast. We must pray. Turn your plate over. Fast and pray before the Lord. Seek the Lord. We must not become self righteous, self centered, or prideful. This is, this will disqualify you. These things will disqualify us. Amen. Because we want to be the warrior that God wants us to be. Hallelujah. I don't want to be disqualified. So when the Lord reminds me of these things, it's, Lord, help me. He will help us. He's a present help. Okay. We must not become cold and callous in heart. Well, something that's cold and callous, you know, it's like crusty. The real you is covered. There's no pliability. You know, and so we don't want to be cold hearted. All right. We want a heart of flesh. We must not ignore the leading and prompting of the Lord. Many times God will prompt us in things and then we put it off. You know, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that next week. Don't do that. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't put him off. Amen. When the Lord convicts and, and really pushes, and he doesn't push in a mean way. He doesn't force you. The Holy Ghost will never force us. Thank God for that. Amen. The Lord loves us enough. Amen. To gently woo us back to him. But he's not going to force you. Thank you, Lord. Then we must uh, we must not refuse to cry out and travail. We must be willing to weep and travail. Amen. And even warn the people of God as he directs. Amen. The scripture talks about if he gives you warning, gives you something to say, and you don't say it and judgment falls, then the blood will be on your hands. We don't want we don't want that blood on us. Amen. You'll want that responsibility. So it's always best to get in the vein of the Holy Ghost and and share if the Lord gives it, say what God tells you to say. Say it in all love and truth and honesty now. Stand upright before the Lord. Hallelujah. And then we must not fight leadership and walking, uh, but we must walk in submission to authority. Now, this is a tough one because many times, you know, people think I can do what I want. I can act the way I want. I don't have to hear this. I don't have to hear that. But we do want to respect those that, um, that are leaders, those that God has placed that mantle on. 
and it's not a subservient thing. And if it if it is that way, then that's an imbalance, and it should not be that way. Glory to God. But we have to be careful. Then we must not be a careless watchman. We want we don't want to be careless, beloved. We want to be really careful to do what God is telling us to do. I know this this may have been a different type of lesson today, but God is wanting to give us that anointing and that spirit of prayer to pray, to pray for those that you may be called to pray for, maybe your family. And there may be some things over your family that you may not know how to to break through with. Well, the Holy Spirit will give you and then open up some things, open up and let you know, well, this is what's been in the family line, these generational curses. And there's some things the Lord has revealed in our family that we've got to pray about and uh, we've got to deal with. And I'm, I'm thanking God that he's revealing these things so that we can pray because we want to see salvation. We want to see healing. We want to see reconciliation. We want to see restoration. And I'm so grateful for what God is revealing. And beloved, I come to tell you, he will reveal. He will reveal those things. There may be some hang-ups and things that you've been dealing with in your life and you say how do I deal with it what do I do Lord submit it to God give it over to the Lord ask the Lord to give you wisdom ask him to give you knowledge he will do it and he will help you if you know that there are things even that we've talked about this morning maybe you've dealt with some pride and got some things going on there that you need the Lord to deliver you from, he will do it. The Lord will bring deliverance and healing in your life. Hallelujah. Whatever the situation is, beloved, when you're honest before the Lord, when you get real with God, he will get real with you. And so we're encouraging you today to submit over to the Lord, allow the Lord to break open and uh, really turn that spotlight, that searchlight on in your life. Say, Lord, whatever's in me, not right. I want you to deal with it in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for the word today. I thank you for your precious men and women of God. And I ask you, Lord, to help us today. Father, if there are areas in our lives that you're not pleased with, that, Lord, you will show us, that, Lord, you will convict, and, Lord, that we will repent and get it right. I pray for your uh, your leading today, Father. And, Lord, those that you are sharpening to pray, sharpening to intercede, sharpening to get up on the wall and be a watchman. Lord, I pray that you will do in their lives what only you can do because we de- we're determined to be the warriors, Father, that you're calling us to be, that we're not entangled with the affairs of this life, that we will learn to fight war and win. And Father, we will not be contaminated with talk that's not pleasing in your sight, like gossip and slander. We will not be a party to backstabbing and backbiting, oh my God, and saying vicious things about our brothers and sisters. We will come out of bondage. We'll come out of those things that have entangled us, oh God. We will not put to practice sin, but Lord God, we will strive to live the way you want us to live and walk the way you want us to walk in obedience to your word, fully submitted to you, dear Lord God. So Lord, I pray that you will help us on today. Help us, Lord God, to heed your commands, to heed your voice, Lord God, to listen and be quick to obey you. Lord God, that we will live a committed life to you, a faithful life to you, Father God. And Lord, that we will walk in all of the fruit of the spirit, Lord God, walking in love and peace and joy and kindness and goodness and mercy, long-suffering and meekness and temperance and faith. Lord God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that as we hide the word in our lives, we will not sin against you. So, Lord, we thank you for that. I pray now that if those there are those that are on that may be sick, there may be things going on in their life. They may be feeling oppressed. We come against the spirit of oppression and depression right now. In Jesus' name, all spirits of heavy 
heaviness. I command to go in Jesus name. Lift Oh, God, from the people of God now in Jesus name, help us to be serious about our walks with you, Father God, and help us, Lord God, to keep our eyes upon you in Jesus name, where we're walking in complete forgiveness, Lord God, releasing things to you. Lord God, we thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, that all we do will be for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. And Lord, that we will run our race, we'll run every lap every assignment, Father God, that you give us, Father God. So we thank you and we praise you for it. I give you glory now. I give you praise. Lord God, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. Lord, continue to let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the lives of your men servants and maidservants. We thank you, Lord God. We love you today and we will continue to give you praise, give you honor, and give you glory for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless each and every one of you. I love you all so much. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Sister Vils, what a powerful teaching today. Again, territorial warfare and intercession. Uh, Sister Vils, give out your website and contact info, how people can tune into your broadcast, also how they can support your ministry. Yes, sir. So if anyone, first of all, would like to tune into our broadcast, they can go, Brother Shannon, to YouTube, Apostle Deborah Vales. All of our services are there. We're on um, all through the week, set free live. And also when we stream, we stream from Apostle Deborah Vales, our YouTube channel. They can also go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. That's our website if they want information about the ministry, setfreeoutreachministries.org. If anyone would like to email us, if you have prayer requests or would like prayer, or if you'd like to be a part of our Zoom uh, connection, you can email at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com that's setfreeblackwell at gmail.com now our, we're physically located in Blackwell, Oklahoma Set Free Outreach Ministries uh, 721 North 1st Street Blackwell, Oklahoma if you're in the region please come and be with us in our services on Sunday morning at 10.30 Wednesday evening at um, 7.30 p.m. And we also have training. We have deliverance training also on Thursday evening at 7 p.m. So we have a lot going on, and we would we would be more than happy to have you come visit with us. If you're not in the region and you'd like to be a part, you still can by contacting us at freeblackwell at gmail.com. And we'll be glad to send out Brother Shannon our Zoom link because all of our services are on Zoom, and we're also live in our a sanctuary each week. And I thank God for everything that he's doing. Uh, if anyone would like to call us, I, I, I often forget to give our number out, but our, we do have a phone number. Our ministry number is 479-567-3043. That's our ministry number. If anybody would like prayer or like directions to our church or any information, you can give us a call. God bless. Fantastic. And, uh, I want to thank you for coming on, Sister Vales. It was a great message, and we're going to see you again on the 24th next week. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. I look forward to it as well, Brother Shannon. We're praying much for you all, and please keep us in prayer, brother, as we are. Uh, I have to go to my hometown, Michigan, to eulogize my cousin who passed away. Uh, She had an aneurysm on Thursday, and she passed away Saturday night, and so she was a young woman, very unexpected, was on her way, as a matter of fact, to Michigan to bury her husband. Oh, no. And they buried him yesterday. So, yes, sir. So we have both of these that we're dealing with. They buried him yesterday. So now we have to bury her. Very soon. So please pray for our family. Let's do it right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we lift this up to you. Tonight we ask you to loose ministering angels to the family. I ask God that you would give Sister Vell's traveling mercies. Bless her as she makes this trip. Bless his family, God. Bring them together in the name of Jesus. That's horrible, Sister Vell's. Oh, God, have mercy. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. It was, yes, sir. It was very, um, 
matter of fact, she was driving, Brother Shannon, and this is a miracle. She was driving, and they were going through Tennessee, and she all of a sudden decided to stop. Uh, she said she had to go to the restroom, so her daughter was with her and Grand Youngins, and she come out of the bathroom and got disoriented, sat down on the bench, and she collapsed, and that was it. Oh, boy. So she was on life support for two days, and so we had to walk through all of that and things. And so uh, her daughter was right there with her, and so she, you know, she had to deal with it. And then she's got two daughters, and so, but we walked through with them, and uh, was in the. Uh, I was I couldn't get there, but I was on Facetime with the family and things. And so, I know I'm sharing a lot, but uh, you know, the miracle of it is that she she got right with the Lord, and so we saw the peace of God come in the room the ministry of the holy spirit came in the room with the family and we were rejoicing in god and so even though this is a this is a hurtful time but it's a blessed time because we saw the power of god in it so yes. uh but we you know I'm, they're young you know their daughters are young and so this is a first family member for me that's under me younger than me that we have to eulogize and they want me to do the funeral so we're trusting the lord to have his way even through this time so now, Thank her, you for praying. I I do appreciate it. Was it her husband or her brother who had just passed away prior to her? Okay, it was her husband. Okay, so the husband and she was traveling. Yes, yes, the husband died before a week ago. Now it's almost two weeks ago, and they were on their way to Michigan to have his funeral, which was yesterday. Oh boy. And so she, this happened to her on Thursday as she was traveling to make her way oh, to Michigan. God. So the children have lost both mom and dad. This is horrific. Yes, sir. Folks, yes, sir. lift them up in prayer. Yes, sir. Uh, death can come Please. at any time, and we need to be ready to meet Jesus. Um, Suzanne Summers just died. Many of you all may know her. Yes. Uh, one day before her yes. 77th birthday. And uh, Tom Horn is in the hospital right now. He's had multiple heart attacks, folks. Oh Some of you know him. Keep him in prayer. Oh, uh, Brother okay. Joseph yes. Lara was is on this program every week. He's in, he was in the hospital. And uh, yeah, okay. We're getting reports everywhere it seems um, of people yes. being hit. And uh, so please continue to lift up Sister Vells and the family, folks. And thank you for letting us know. And um, Thank you yes, for coming sir. on this program today, Sister Bells. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Brother Shannon. We love you. God bless. Love you too. Okay. Folks, continue to lift up Sister Bells and her family. God have mercy. Um, also, um, y'all may have remembered the TV series Lost in Space, Major West just passed away and uh, seeing a lot of death out there of course people die every day we know this it's the point a man wants to die in the judgment but when you see so much of it out there it gets shocking sometimes um, again uh, please lift up brother Joey Ferrara and uh, Tom Horn as well okay we're going to save this program and we're going to come back and uh, go into the Word. Let me go ahead and do that now. We'll take about a five-minute break and be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> 